When we were talking yesterday about the still, <laughs> the still to be communicated cabinet reshuffle, uh, which we were told yesterday with, would be within a matter of days. So we can't expect it today because then it wouldn't be a matter of days. It would be in a day's time. So perhaps tomorrow, perhaps Sunday night, a nationally televised news conference from the president, except not news conference. He doesn't do that. He doesn't like to put himself in front of journalists who might ask him difficult questions. Anyway, we were talking about it, and somebody said that they had just listened to the most recent podcast by Peter Bruce, and in that he had suggested that perhaps part of the delay was Cyril Ramaphosa knowing that one, maybe two of the ministers that he wanted to announce as being part of the cabinet, uh, might be, probably would be, two ministers fingered in the ESCOM intelligence files, which are starting to make their way into the public arena. And that is a theme which Peter develops in the column which appears in Business Day newspaper today, former editor of Business Day and the Financial Mail, now on the line from Stanford. Hello, Peter. Hi, John. How are you? I'm all right. And yourself? Yeah, no, very well, thank you. Thank you for that lovely introduction. Yeah, it's it's it seems really hard to believe that he has no idea who the two ministers are whose names appear in that ESCOM intelligence collection. Yeah, look, I mean, you have to remember that you know, Sir Ramaphosa disbanded the intelligence ministry when he um, uh, sort of got rid of Ayanda Lodlo, the former minister, and he brought intelligence into the presidency. So. The intelligence agencies, the external and internal versions, both now report to Mondli Gungubele, who is the minister in the presidency. So um, it would be pretty well impossible or a, a, an incredible uh, lack of intelligence on the part of these agencies if they weren't able to tell him who these two ministers were and all of the police generals and brigadiers that have been named in uh, in the reports that we've seen from this uh, private intelligence operation at ESCOM. And Pravin Gordon has conceded that Andre Dereta did have a conversation with him, but said only allusions were made. So I don't know whether Andre Dereta in that uh, conversation with Pravin Gordon mentioned some names. Yeah. And it was put to Vincent Nguenya at the presidential news conference yesterday, where he said, no, the president's got a lot to think about. So, you know, don't, don't hurry him on this new cabinet and new look cabinet. And, and he, and the question about, you know, perhaps one of the ministers too. Both of the ministers fingered in the report, possibly being in the cabinet. And Vincent Nguyenia said, well, the, 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 the president can't leave somebody out because there is a rumor about that minister's involvement in ESCOM corruption, which, of course, is nonsense. He can yeah. leave that person out. Of course he can. Um, and, and so, you know, I mean, just go back to Pravin Gordon. I mean, you, we all remember when he was in a position to name names, uh, he invited us all to join up the docks um, all those years ago. And uh, now suddenly that, you know, somebody else is making allegations, they've got to go and report them to the police. What you can do, and, and you know, Dereta hasn't done this, and neither has anyone from the investigating team, you don't, as far as I understand, John, you don't need to go to um, the police with a proven sort of evidence. You can go... You can go to um, you can go to the police because you suspect a crime has been committed, um, and they're supposed to uh, investigate that um, because you've reported it. I, I wonder. Look, Sora Mposa increasingly becomes a book 
that is very hard to read. Um, yeah. I, I wonder, Peter, if he gives any thought to, you know, let's say that um, person X and person Y might or might not be in the cabinet at the moment. Yeah. No, they are in the cabinet at the moment, and he wants to keep them in the cabinet for whatever reason he wants to keep them in the cabinet. D- yeah. d- does he consider seriously the possibility of leaving them out of the cabinet because he suspects at some point they are going to be named and they will be named along with a lot of corroborating evidence and that he's going to look even more foolish than if he leaves them out of his cabinet and they prove to be innocent of speculation. Yeah, well, this is what this is, I think, what the delay is all about. He is absolutely terrified of of the consequences of of. One, not appointing them because they're political fallout then, because they may be important in the party. Two, of appointing them, because if he knows, this is why he can't officially know, you see. This is why they keep saying the director has to go to a police station and make an accusation, um, because then it's not Cyril's accusation, it's Dorota's accusation. So he can't officially know. But the fact is... Um, uh, I can lay a criminal complaint and, and expect the SAP to investigate. I can say, you know, I go along to the local police station, yeah, I want to lay a criminal com- uh, complaint. Uh, you know, my statement is I found a dead body and I suspect Peter Bruce killed the deceased. Um, and my belief is based on, you know, what he's been writing about Ebrahim Patel. And end of story. The police have got to investigate. Simple as that. Um, and then you, and then you, you know, you land on the desk the three tons of paperwork done by this investigation, which is not to be ignored as just some whimsical um, uh, adventure by a few people. Yeah. Uh, my, I've not seen it, but my understanding is it's pretty damn thorough and and pretty damning. The fact that nobody's made an accusation yet is telling, but you know, it's, it can't be far off. I, I was struck by what you said, that Cyril Ramaphosa doesn't want to know. He can't know. And I remember doing an interview with um, with Rolf Mayer in the early 90s and yeah. you know, talking about what the security forces had been doing to activists in the 80s. And I said, we knew this was happening. We knew because yeah. the Rand Daily Mail told us, because Freya Wierkblatt told us, because the Mail and Guardian told us. We knew. Why didn't you know? And he said, yeah. because we didn't want to know. And yeah. I suspect the same thing is happening here. No, I'm sure that's right. And you know, I mean, you can you can you can you can play around with the word evidence and what it might mean. I mean, you know, some of the evidence just submitted to the to the uh, trial, the the, um, the Gupta emails trial, or the, the the corruption trial in in Bloemfontein has been ruled out of order because it's drawn straight from the Gupta emails leak. Uh, and it, and the judge has, has you know has ruled that it is not evidence. So um, there are some um, hills to climb, uh, but you know the fact that you, the fact that nothing has yet been reported to the police is strange because you don't have to go to them with hard evidence. You can go to them with a well-founded suspicion, uh, and they're obliged to investigate. And I think the reason that that hasn't happened yet is. Um, well, if, if, if there are reasons that that hasn't happened yet, they're soon to disappear because you can only call somebody, um, you know, cowardly or whatever it might be before they before they crack and and uh, and uh, and make your dreams come true by by going along and, and making public what they know.
that have caused untold trouble in the country. Peter Bruce, thank you very much indeed, former editor of Business Day and the Financial Mail.